Welcome to The Art of Medicine, the program that explores the arts, business, and clinical aspects of the practice of medicine. I'm Dr. Andrew Wilner, and today my guest is Leanne Landy. Welcome, Leanne. Thanks for having me. Leanne, you are part of a husband and wife team. I had the pleasure of interviewing Stephen Landy for episode number 32 about migraine, and we, we had a really good discussion. And But you do something a little bit different, although I guess at the same location, are you both in the, in the same uh, physical space? We are. We, yeah, so, we can have them pushed back in the back corner. In the back corner. Well, you know, I, I'm sure there's <laughs> okay with ongoing discussions about, about that. So first, before we get started, tell me your background. How did you get to where you are now? Um, well, I started just like I became a nurse in the early 2000s and just kind of progressed. I got my BS in nursing and then I got my master's in nursing, which qualifies me as an APRN, which is an advanced practice registered nurse or a family nurse practitioner. You can really call it whatever you want. They're interchangeable pretty much. Um, at the W here in Mississippi in 2012 um, and have just really been working family since I graduated, um, but always loved the aesthetic part of medicine. It, it's just, it was amazing to me. Well, I have to say my practice isn't very aesthetic. I'm a neurologist. <laughs> Aesthetics is kind of the last thing we worry about. Um, so what kind of aesthetics are, are you involved in? Um, so my husband and I have a medical spa in Tupelo, Mississippi. Um, on one, the biggest road in Tupelo, which is Gloucester Street. Okay, so a medical spa. So I don't think I've ever been in a medical spa. Why would I want to go to a medical spa? Um, in a medical spa, you can use non-invasive procedures, um, to do things that sometimes people go get surgery for, like, um, wrinkles. You, we can take care of dark spots. Um, we can even take care of acne, rosacea, um, with our light-based treatments. Um, we can do hair removal. We can resurface skin. So if you have scarring, um, we can take off that top layer without really any downtime, actually. Um, so here I can do, and, and every place is going to be different. Um, but I can do any injection of botulinum toxins. And I say that because we have Botox and we have Dysport, we have Xeomin. Um, and then dermal fillers I inject. Um, I use a laser. So, well, based on those services, it looks like I could spend all day there probably, right? <laughs> yeah, all kinds of things we could uh, refine and polish and... Uh, improve now how is that different from a, a day spa so in a medical spa you 
need a, a nurse practitioner, a physician's assistant, or ideally you have an MD on site, which we do. Um, but you need one of those providers in a medical spa, whereas in a day spa, you don't necessarily need a healthcare professional. Um, you need somebody who is maybe a licensed cosmetologist. Like it's more for general health and wellness, beauty, things like that. So this is kind of the, I guess, I mean, it's all aesthetics. People want to look better and presumably feel better if they look better. Um, but you're doing medical things that require prescription drugs like uh, Botox or uh, gadgets that require some training like lasers, things like Absolutely. that. Um, yeah. Does insurance cover things like that or is it usually just a fee-for-service kind of uh, cash business? It is all fee-for-service. So these are elective things that uh, people may or may not need kind of up to them, I guess, to decide whether right. they whether they need it or not. Is that is that the way right. it works? That is exactly right. They come in, um, tell me their major concerns, and I sit down with them and develop a treatment plan, um, you know, based on what their concerns are, because my concern for them is realistic expectations, like, you know, you got to come in with that mindset and um, their concerns when they look in the mirror, because that's that's going to affect them the most. Right. So I think uh, expectations very, very important. I know plastic surgeons deal with this uh, all the time. I mean, they can go in and fix things, but, you know, there's only so much uh, that you can do. Right. And uh, and then, you know, what how is it going to affect that person's uh, sort of sense of, of well-being? Uh, so you give a, I guess they would have a consultation. So if I came in, for example, and I said, okay, you know, I'm going to have a career in Hollywood, right? That's my next step. Uh, and in just a few years, I'm going to retire, and that's what I want to do. But, you know, looking in the mirror, I don't really look like the typical leading man. You know, is there anything you can do? So what would we do? How would we proceed? Um, so I basically I have a designed treatment plan, like piece of paper that goes with me in every consultation. And I mark on my little face things that the, you know, my clients tell me that they don't like or even I hate this. I, can you do something about it? Um, and then on that treatment plan, beside each area, I have an option or a blank space to write out what I recommend for them. Mm -hmm. um, and then I go down the face, however few or however many concerns they have with each, you know, a plan for each concern. Um, and then at the very bottom, I give them pricing on my stuff, on my services, um, because most everything I do does best, not one and done, but like a package. 
you know, I mean, I'm not going to get rid of all your dark spots with one treatment. It's probably going to take three. Okay. And then some treatments are not permanent. I'm familiar with Botox. I've used that for migraine, but it only lasts a few months and you have to come back and do it again. So I guess if someone is getting Botox for, for wrinkles, they're going to be a regular customer. That's, that's right. But I guess a dark spot, a few treatments, and it's not going to come back, right? So some things you can get rid of. Right, right. What about these filler things? I'm not familiar. Is that a one, one and done thing? Or is that something you have to fuss no, with? Sir. Well, so there are permanent fillers. We don't use those. There, I don't. I just don't think that's the best way to go about filling things because it's I just don't like doing anything permanent. But my fillers last between six and nine months. The longest fi lasting filler, it lasts two years is what they say, but your body slowly eats it. Mm. Um, and so you're, got, you're not going to notice in two years that it looks like it did two years ago when I injected it. So it's, it's biodegradable in some way, I guess. Yes, sir. Well, hmm. Well, I don't know if you're, if you have a piece of paper that's, that's big enough for me. Uh, but, uh, so what about complications? Are there any, you know, do you ever, do people get infections or bleeding or are there every, you mentioned you have to have some medical training to do all this stuff. Why is that? Um, well, because th there can be complications. That's why, um, Dr. Landy and I are both everything we do we we have a certification in and it's on the wall because you know i think that's the biggest thing is when you walk in a medical spa you got to realize that yeah this is kind of playful and fun but at the same time there are absolutely complications that can happen so as the client you got to make sure that you're going in a reputable spa somebody who is credentialed and I'm lucky enough to have my physician here on site. So you can burn people with the lasers. Hmm. You can get vascular occlusions with the fillers. Right. Okay. Yeah, that sounds bad. <laughs> Those are ugly. They're bad. What about veins? Do you do things like with those var varicosities? Is that part of what falls um, We do the telangiectasias on the face. Hmm a lot i do those a lot um and our broadband light technically can take care of vessels on the body um it's just the I mean, the complication possibility of burning someone on the lower extremity seems to be higher there than on the face maybe you need more watts to get through <laughs> all that all that skin so when people come in, do you ever have a client who comes in and you look at them and you say, oh, you know, forget it. You're beyond help. Do you ever just send them out? I don't, I don't say it that, that abruptly, but um, I have, I have. Um, so you do have, uh, well, we'll call them patients, people who come in with unrealistic expectations. They say, I want you to fix this. And you go, well, you know, my laser isn't big enough to fix that, you know. <laughs> That's no, it's, it, it, you have to gently you gotta remember these people come here because they want to look pretty and 
So you have to gently kind of explain to them that, you know, I can make a subtle difference for you, but what you're, I want you to expect what's realistic. And I'm telling you that I can't make the difference in your face that you want. Now you mentioned look pretty. Um, are most of your uh, clients female? Do you have any male clients? I shouldn't have said that word. I have male and female clients. And is it tilted? The ratio? Oh, absolutely. I have I have more females. Um, but I mean, I, I, I do have a good handful of male clients that come see me. But you're not going to tell us who they are, right? You got to maintain confidentiality. <laughs> um, but I like taking care of my men. It's really strange because, you know, they always say that um, women, men are um, weenies. They can't take pain. My men do better than a lot of my women. Now, you mentioned pain. I didn't realize these uh, procedures are, are painful. Ooh, uh, hmm. Pretty intense. <laughs> Some of them are intense. Do you, do you use any uh, sedation or painkillers or, you know, we a glass have, of whiskey prior to the procedure? <laughs> we have um, nitrous in office. Ah. It's a machine called Nitronox. So it's half nitrous, half oxygen delivery. Um, so it's not like the gas you get when you go to the dentist because, you know, that's pretty much just nit a lot of nitrous. Um, this is equally dis or given to the patient through the system half and half, and it's very safe. And it, they actually consider it analgesia. So they relax quite a bit with, they the, do. with the gas treatment. Just no smoking, right? <laughs> no, 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 no. No smoking. So no. if I wanted to find you, wh where are you located again? If I... Uh... We are um, at 311 South Gloucester Street in Tupelo, Mississippi. Um, it's right at Crosstown, which is the big kind of intersection in Tupelo. So uh, you start with this assessment. That sounds really, really important. And uh, make a long list. These are all the things we've, we've got a chance of fixing. And, and then uh, off you go. And it's up. you have to work with the patient obviously to come to some agreement on what's uh i guess it's a little bit like cosmetic uh, dentistry right you can fix some things and there are certain goals and do you do any do you have any fancy imaging you know like before and after can you do that on the computer oh i do i i that's the biggest part of my business and it's i'm still trying to get get it perfected where i want it but before and afters are absolutely a must. And I have some awesome ones that are on our Facebook page. Um, but, you know, we always have to get the patient's clearance before sure. we anything. Sure. Well, Leanne, this has been uh, very enlightening, educational. I'm glad to know that I, I have some options out there. And uh, thank you very much for appearing on The Art of Medicine. Well, thank you so much for having me. And you come see me anytime you want, Dr. Wilner. Thank you. <laughs>
This program is hosted, edited, and produced by Andrew Wilner, MD, FACP, FAAN. Guests receive no financial compensation for their appearance on the art of medicine. Andrew Wilner, MD, is Associate Professor of Neurology at the University of Tennessee Health Science Center, Memphis, Tennessee. Views, thoughts, and opinions expressed on this program belong solely to Dr. Wilner and his guests and not necessarily to their employers, organizations, or other group or individual. While this program intends to be informative, it is meant for entertainment purposes only. The Art of Medicine does not offer professional financial, legal, or medical advice. Dr. Wilner and his guests assume no responsibility or liability for any damages, financial or otherwise, that arise in connection with consuming this program's content. Thanks for watching. For more episodes of The Art of Medicine, please subscribe www.andrewwilner.com.